0: it hot, Dixie. What's up, brother? I like the variation. Good variation <laughs> on the boom. That's like when Malar used to do the got him. Got him. Yeah. Heem. He, he, he did it so much yeah. that they just recorded a pre recorded got him because he was so sick of doing yeah. it. Um, Very good. Hey, dude. dude. I got I got a surprise for us right off the gates. Oh, okay. Right off the gates. You did not tell me. Are you ready? This. Yeah. Ready? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell
1: you. Just got him today. Hang on. We got new hats—the mayor's office hats, baby. I like wow. a Travis Matthews too, dude. The Travis medic. Oh, that's it, like
0: soft. Oh, yeah,
1: dude. I'm, I'll send. I'm gonna send a couple out to you. Please give please. one to Maddie too. Oh no, I'll give one to Matt. I'll give one to Matt at uh, at, at work. But you, Jess, I'll send one. Get, get one for your dad. Let's go. All right, bro. I love you. Real nice. Real nice. So, hey, we're not so. Dude, we got to start selling it selling our stuff. I will it, do we, it. We, we got good shirts and hats.
0: Have it shipped here, and I'll do it. I'll do it. I will promise I'll do it. I will. Like Correale. Remember Correale? He's like, what Pete are we, like, a freaking merchandise guy? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm answering guys. He's like, bro, I'm not a – what do you say? I'm not customer service here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, dude, I told you I was playing softball last night. I haven't mm-hmm. done anything that athletic in, like, years. And, of course, what do I do? Liner in a gap, and I have to run out a triple. I, I thought I was going to have going a- to a- 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 direct cardiac arrest on third base. Last. <laughs> I dude, I haven't been chased in years. <laughs> I, it's like I- riding a bike, though, bro. You
1: shot one in the gap, boom. No, shot it did feel good.
0: It did feel good to get the little stroke going again. It was, dude. It was I'm fun.
1: more, I'm more worried about blowing out a handy. Like I don't, I don't, need that at this stage of my life, dude. I just, don't, I just, I want to be healthy. I don't want to like. I was blow concerned about the
0: same thing. I was concerned. I, I I don't want to do like an ACL MCL thing either. Oh, dude. No, 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 no,
1: no. At our age, bro, the Achilles. Oh, for kids. you don't want to brought the Achilles.
0: That's apparently the worst, one of the worst pains you could ever experience as a human. Yeah.
1: Dude. I I got a buddy of mine, it's my buddy Joe Brazaccio. Mm. Just blew out his sec other Achilles, blown out both of them now. He did it the other day, just he said oh. he was like playing uh <clears throat> playing in a um father-student uh, game. You know, the fathers oh, versus the see. kids. And, like, come in. And, hey, end of the year basketball. He's yeah.
0: like
1: You know, his kids are, like, little, too. Like, he goes to... He said he wasn't even playing hard. Achilles, gone.
0: No, see. I don't want that to happen. That will be horrible. That would be horrible. Yeah, I All right. Knock on i,
1: I Dude, I broke, I broke my finger taking my pants off. <laughs> I don't need to be put.
0: I know. I... I know. You move a certain way. You sneeze a certain way. Sneezes are scary these days. You know, the older you get. Yeah. You do a wrong sneeze, yeah. your whole back can contort. Like in exactly. like in the ring. Uh exactly. Hey, speaking of the ring, scary stuff, dude. Mookie Betts had opted out of what is it, the Fister Hotel? The Fister Hotel in Milwaukee, as dude. Dan, I've stayed as, there so many times. As Dan, so Dan Police I would say Fister damn near killed her. <laughs> He used to, he'd be like, Can I please say that in the air? And we'd be like, No, you can't say that in here. Anyway. Yeah,
1: you can always say something. Okay, once.
0: so now he opted out. He says he's not afraid of ghosts. He says he's uh he doesn't believe in that stuff, but whenever he stayed there, every time he hears a noise, he's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And he never gets to sleep, so he stayed in an Airbnb with his friends. He only went two for 12 in a series, so maybe he was partying a little harder. Than maybe he we should get back, get back into the sister. Uh, yeah. Now, there's stories. There's a million stories. Bryce Harper told a story about how he puts his clothes out at night for the next day, and he woke up the next morning, swears on his life, that his clothes were all on a floor, and the table they were on was on the other side of the room. Swears... Soup to nuts. Now, that's just one story. There's a million stories, but you, have, you have stayed in this hotel. I, Bro, I need, the I need Fister, this story. This is where we, when you play the Brewers, you stay yeah. at the Fister,
1: right? And, like, there's two sides of the Pfister. There's an older side that we – that's where we think it's – that's where it's haunted. It's the older side of the Pfister. I remember – I mean, Austin Kearns came in one day, and I think he said he might have, you know, had an encounter with a, oh, with no. a ghost one night when he was sleeping. Seriously, I can't remember, dude. I can't remember the story. No doubt, though, currency came in the next day. He's like, dude, that place is haunted. Like, you need I, to no te- doubt,
0: was... text him today and finish that story tomorrow. But, dude, what was right, it? I gotta, you...
1: I gotta got text him. Yeah, I gotta find out. i never, I remember, I'm pretty sure it was currency said something <laughs> happened at the Fisher, but okay. anyway, dude, no doubt there's stuff going on at the Fisher. People, there's too many things have happened to guys in the Fisher. That's the first thing. Dude, listen to this. this is this story I have from the Fister. So the Pfister is always like, for whatever reason, it's like it has you know it's known for like the ghosts and stuff like that. This one night, dude, like we go out, you know, we got done playing at the Brewers, we're down at the hotel bar having a couple pops to so come back up to go to go to my room. I can't get the, these two huge bodyguards are there, and I'm trying to get to my room, and they're like, uh, this section of the hotel is closed." I'm like. What do you mean? He's like, Louis Farrakhan is staying here.
0: <laughs> what?
1: I <laughs> swear to God. Meanwhile, I'm like, can well, I see many Budwatches or something? Like, am I dreaming? Like, what's going on? I was just in Are my you room. Me? So, dude, Louis Farrakhan was in town for like, like a, I don't know what, but he had bodyguards at each end of the hallway, and my room was like two down from Louis Farrakhan, but the bodyguards wouldn't let me down the hall. So, what did you do? Well, I finally was like, hey, listen, guys. Like, I know Louis Louis Farrakhan's here, but did you rent the whole hotel? Because I want to go to bed. I got a baseball game
0: tomorrow. I got to (laughs) play. face of Ben Sheets. Farrakhan's going to give a speech in Midtown tomorrow. Yeah. Ben Sheets is throwing cutters inside your hands tomorrow. Yeah, I'm like
1: Ben Sheets is throwing 100 tomorrow. (laughs) Can Louis Farrakhan hit that
0: guy? (laughs) Holy cow. This story took a turn, man. Holy cow. (laughs) This is why Sean Casey has the greatest stories. This is why we started this show. We went from ghosts in a hotel room to getting boxed out by Louis Farrakhan's bodyguards. That's an unbelievable story. It's oh, incredible dude and it was like it was it was getting not heated but i was like well obviously i'm not gonna
1: these guys will kill me in two seconds but i do want to go to bed
0: that's so i had to like talk my way into getting my room i don't have very many stories like that you live in that world i have one story i got one story actually i'll tell you this real quick um yeah. so you know who dick cavett is right he was like a, a yeah. big time famous guy back in his 70s yeah. 80s he had talk shows had the beatles on with him whatever so this one summer we were out on vacation in like the Montauk area, and, Hurricane, I think it was Hurricane Bob. Hurricane Bob comes and hits. And so ah! the entire... that no, just sounds funny. <laughs> what, Hurricane Bob? Hurricane Bob, yeah. <laughs> that was a big one. That was a big one. I have a t-shirt still that says, I survived Hurricane Bob in the Hamptons. <laughs> I swear to God. So they they send everybody to the East Hampton gym, gymnasium. And I'm talking right. about... And now you're in like... This is like East Hampton, Amagansett, Montauk. So there's like Christy Brinkley was in there. Uh, like all the big celebrities, I think Billy Joel, they were divorced, but they were both in there. Like it was a big, everybody was there. Still and so yeah. somebody goes, and my mom used to love being like, part of like the recovery, like any kind of process. Like whenever we go to war, there was there was yellow flags on her car, you know, the purple flags on, on the trees. Let's go. And she would put like a bandana on and like, like get to work with any kind of travesty. She loved it. I don't know why. But so somebody goes, does anybody, is anybody here a doctor? We need doctors, you know, to be like on call. There are like pregnant women in there, whatever. My father turns to my mother and goes, don't. And my mother goes, my husband's a doctor. And he's like, God damn it, Joanne. Because, (laughs) because like now he's like, now he's on the hook. You know, and God forbid, if something happens, he wrongly helps somebody. Like, he was so mad, but he goes, all right, I will do this on one condition. This place was packed. Like, there were hundreds and hundreds, almost like a thousand people in this gym. He made them block. My dad goes, if I'm going to be the doctor, I need space. So he made them block out of space where he took, like, a whole, we had a whole beach blanket. You know, the really big square ones. Blocked out the blanket. and He made them put ropes around and so my dad's sitting there in like a lounge chair reading the newspaper as the doctor. Now fast forward, Dick Cavett walks up to my dad randomly, and he goes, uh, "Hey, Doc, I got a question for you." And my father turns. and goes, "What? What? What can I do? Are you all right?" And he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "I got a gazebo in my yard. You think this hurricane's going to screw it up?" And my dad goes. What the bleep are you talking about, Dick? I'm a doctor. I'm not, <laughs> not my, a carpenter. I'm not a I'm carpenter. Not a carpenter. <laughs> yeah. That's my one weird story like that. That's my Louis Wait, did, did he know who Dick Cavett was? Of course he did. Yeah, I mean that's like my dad's generation. That, he was like kind of like the Conan O'Brien of his of his dad. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh my god, okay. dude, I got one more quick one more quick story. Please tell,
1: dude. Speaking of speaking of just like randomly going in like Louis Farrakhan, I'm, I in uh, when I was in. I want to say it was 2002. I was going to get my shoulder checked out, and uh, well, anyway, I got injured in a game, and I had to go with Mark Mann, our trainer, to out to um, to get an MRI. Right, and I go out to the car to get get in the MRI, and Sidney Poitier oh, was the only guy in this park. It was the most random thing ever, and I don't know why I think of that now. But Sidney Poitier. Went, so I'm like, and I like, you know, dude, he's a guy that's like. Dude, you know, he's a legend. Very distinct looking. Just oh, a yeah. good looking fellow. Dude. Yeah. dude, I was like, Hi, hey, Mr. Poirier. You know. He had no Man. idea who I was, obviously. But we were like, we were he was getting out of his car. I was getting in a car. We were the only two cars in this uh right outside Dodger Stadium. He must what? have been going in or something, and it was just a kind of a funny interaction with Sidney Poitier. I met him one time. He obviously didn't meet me. But I, I know, like, but
0: dude, that's why he's one of my favorite. I'll never actors. forget that. I'll never see, forget it. Dude. You ever see the movie shoot to kill with him and Tom Berenger? No. Sean, Good movie? can you please watch it tonight? I swear. I will. Bro. No, dude, will. I'm not kidding. 1998 action thriller. I'm looking up S- Sidney Poitier, Tom Beringer, Kirstie Alley. Okay. It's about, I'll just give you like a super quick synopsis. Tom Berenger kind of, like, uh, handles, like, you know when you go up into the mountains or you go to, like, one of those huge parks and you can do all the trails and whatever? Yeah. He was kind of, <clears> like, <throat> one of those guys, you know, like, that he'd take you up the side of a mountain and whatever in, like, Montana wherever kind of thing. Poitier was a, a cop. There's some crap going on. There's some bad people around. And Kirstie Alley is out on this, this, like, you know, this trip. And these guys, I don't know if they escaped from prison or whatever's going on. But they wind up, he figures out that they're probably in this forest thing, whatever. So Poitier, am I saying it right? Cindy Poitier? Yeah, Cindy Poitiers. Him and Tom <clears throat> Berenger, who's amazing, they have to like, they have to hook up. So like Berenger has to be like kind of like the the hunter for Poitier, who's trying to find these bad guys in the woods. Dude, it is one of the best movies I've ever seen. I am I'm, I'm putting yeah. it in my top twenty right now. You gotta watch it. You Are you serious, it. All right, I'll, I'll watch dude? It's it. I'll action. Watch it. It's a little scary. It's cool. Yeah, it's funny. It. Shoot the thrill. Shoot, Shoot the, the kill. kill. Shoot the kill. Shoot the thrill. That sounds like Shoot a DC oh, thr- <laughs> th- I'm
1: going to be listening to that today when I'm lifting. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot the kids, <laughs> play to kill. Too many women it.
0: too many <laughs> So good. All right. All right. Now let's talk about baseball. Okay, let's start right, with Kenley Jansen. 400 saves. One of only seven men in history and people in general. He's seven, dude.
1: You got to give Kenley Jansen a ton of credit, man. His guy has had an incredible career. He, you know, obviously most of it with the Dodgers was a former catcher, dude. Right from the and Netherlands, turned turn pitcher. Yeah, and like he's had an of four hundred saves, is a ton of saves, man. That is not easy to do, man. Closers are different, different. Uh, you know, a different breed. The way they can close the game out, get their heartbeat down. But, you know,
0: don't overlook 400 saves. That's a big deal. No. Trevor Hoffman, Mariano Rivera. Lee Smith is Hoover third. Spartan. It goes Mariano, Hoffman, Lee Smith. 478, by the way. Don't sleep on big Lee Smith. Wow. K-Rod. Lee Smith, all, all of them are in Cooperstown. Are they all? Is Lee Smith in them? Yes. Okay. Lee Smith got in a couple years ago. Okay. Next on the list. I don't even know if he's up. I don't know if he's been up yet. K-Rod. I think K-Rod's... Hasn't even been on his first year on a ballot, because we would have been talking might, about him. Yeah, right? yeah, K-Rod. Oh, yeah, K-Rod's off the ballot, I think. Is he? four hundred? Or maybe six. he's still on it, but he's still on it. But John Franco, 424. Billy Wagner, yep. 422. Kenley has passed Craig Kimbrell. You think about how long Craig Kimbrell was a great oh. closer, and Kenley has more than him in less time. 400 wow. saves, man. Uh, and, hey, you, you say I got out of heart. I mean, he's been doing this with a heart problem his entire career. Yeah. Remember, he couldn't, play in, he couldn't pitch yeah. in Colorado. I still don't know if he could pitch in Colorado, Colorado if he yeah. had to. We're, we're good for him. Boston should be happy to have him right now.
1: You know what I mean? The Boston's awesome. playing good ball, yeah, it's awesome.
0: They are playing good ball. Hey, another guy, another uh, old guard guy, Justin Verlander, came out firing yeah. a little bit. <clears throat> ne- Much-needed victory for the Met- Metropolitans. Dude, take out punched out seven. Looked good, man. He looks really good.
1: Uh they, the Mets need him to be Justin Verlander right now. You know, right now with Scherzer kind of banged up, not having a great year. Yeah. You know, McGill's not having a great year. I mean, that that, that, that pitching is, is uh,
0: stretched right they now. It's stretched. And like you said, you said it yesterday. You made a good point. They had veteran guys who could just hang, let them hang in there last year that they don't have on a mound this year. The Mets. Yeah. So the other side of town, Volpe with a grand slam. First of his career. How many grand slams did you hit in your career? Can you believe it? I had 130 home runs, no grand slams. Really? How many times were you up with the bases loaded? Do you think? Oh, uh,
1: I, I think my 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 average of the bases loaded was like 350 or something. I was no, raking, yeah, yeah. Dude, I can't tell you how many times I hit bullets off. the – Like, I'll never forget. I hit a, a bases loaded against LeVon Hernandez in San Fran. I hit a rocket to right. Anywhere else, it's gone. It hits the freaking brick at the top of the brick. You know uh, how high that wall is. No. And San Fran bounces back unbelievable. Then one other time I remember in I'm with Detroit. No, two other times. You remember these things. Mm-hmm. Three other times. Okay. One, my rookie year, I hit a bullet off the top of the wall against the Marlins. Um with the when I was with the Tigers in 07, uh George Cheryl lefty came in to face me. I hit a bullet off him to right. And once again, high wall in, 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 uh in the or with the Baltimore, boom, hits the top of the top of the wall. Oh. back in, yeah. And then, um, and then against Kurt Sch- this is the one that bothers me the most. I'm with the Reds in 05, facing Schilling, bases loaded, he throws me a cutter. I, to this day, it's one of the highest and furthest balls I've ever had. Crushed. And, dude, I'm like, there it is. There's my first grand slam, you know, because it's over. And then I crush it to right. J.D. Drew goes back, and he's back. He's back to the wall. And he, like – his back's against the wall, and the ball, the wind was blowing in Boston, howling in, bro. Yeah. The ball literally got, it like, it almost hit a wall. It, like, got to the top. It came straight down to J.D. Drew. Oh. Like, boom, into his bow. Dude, I came up my next to bat, and Veritex, like, first thing he said to me, he goes, you crushed that, didn't you? He goes, you crushed that ball. I go, dude, I, I can't hit a ball harder and further uh. than that ball. He goes, yeah, the wind, when the wind gets it, you know, I, I wanted to cry.
0: That's terrible. <laughs> I'm really upset so about it. That's terrible. Have you, uh, were you ever so robbed big- of a homer? Did anybody ever go over the wall and take a ball?
1: Uh, yeah, I think I've been robbed a couple times. I can't remember by who, but yeah, yeah, I think I've been
0: robbed. Nobody was better than Tory Hunter at that, man. Remember. It's
1: the worst feeling, though. When you get robbed of a homer, you like you want to throw up. Yeah. On, dude, one time. So how about this? One time, we're faced in the um, San Diego Padres. Jarrett Wright comes in, who I came up in the minors with Jarrett. So we right. always kind of had this thing. Like We both came up with Cleveland. So I'm facing Charity's closing this game out, dude. I hit a bullet in the gap to end the game. I'm bases loaded. I'm like, I'm getting i I'm ripping one here. I get up, wham, hit an absolute rocket. Dude, it goes over the second base. Net. I mean, it's it's a bullet, but it's like, it won't get down. I hit it so hard, it won't get down. I'm like, get uh, down. Get no. down. Dude, as I'm running to first, Mark Kotze, uh. who was incredible out there. Full out die like oh, no, no. cook die. Oh yeah, dude, catch the ball. I'm running the first and as he catches it, I'm so sick to my stomach because I think it's a game winner. Yes. I mean it's a bullet, it's a liner, yeah. it's in the gap, it, it just won't get down. It's like still backspinning. <laughs> I'm like, sit, get in the freaking hit the grass. <laughs> but I didn't even think Kate would get dude, he catches it, chicks. I lay on the ground like like I like I was shot, oh. like I laid down. And then I realized, what the hell am I doing? I was like, we got a ball game going on here. Oh. Out. Now we're, go- we're going to extra innings, and oh. I'm laying on the ground, face down
0: on the grass. Just dropped. Uh. Caught, caught the ball. <laughs> oh, That's hysterical. That's hysterical. Yeah, because in that <laughs> moment, you just think, like, oh, the game is over. And you yeah. still, in your head, was like, the game's over, and I didn't win it, but the game is still going on. That's yeah, great. Oh,
1: painful, dude. Painful. Mean, all
0: right. Um, you got to run through some- one real quick thing. We have an apology. We, we give our apologies on this thing, right, all the time. Oh, yeah. Our apology goes to a certain Detroit Tiger right now.
1: Well, we, we did we did crush Hobby Byers a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> and we we weren't the only people that were thinking that way because AJ Hinch ended up ended up benching him. Mm-hmm.
0: And you mm-hmm.
1: know what? Sometimes you gotta light that fire under people, right, Kinch? Yes, they sir. lit the fire. He has been since he got benched. He's now he's the guy that they signed to the big deal. He's been coming out playing great defense, hitting home runs, driving in runs, game winning hits. I mean. And look at the Tigers now, dude.
0: Uh, dude, Baez you're right is, in is there. all
1: of a sudden hot. The Tigers are all run. Out.
0: Yeah. Hey, I'd like to think that maybe Javi Baez is a devout listener to the mayor's office podcast and he felt like he disappointed us. And he's like, you know what? This is the last straw. I, I, if these guys are upset with me, I got to turn it around. So I think he's that's like, what happened.
1: If, if, is that what happened? If Kitch is talking shit on me, I got to get this <laughs> <Yeah>. going.
0: <laughs> Javi Baez could probably <laughs> throw me through a roof if he wants. <laughs> Although I'm pretty scrapped. I don't know. We're kinda of the same size. No, he would take me he'd probably kill. No, me. no, he'd kill you. I'd like to see uh
1: <laughs> I'd like to see John Dennis use you for the keg
0: toss one time. I Not do, he I did, we did he he even he even offered he's like I'll throw you change I was like okay throw me as far as you want <laughs> That would I wonder how far he could throw me. Probably pretty far. It's like those, oh. those wrestlers. They don't do that anymore. The, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. You like, can't, can't even say yeah. yeah. Remember,
1: the, the, three, the three small, really small bowling wrestlers. bowling or bowling? Against, no. Doing when they is against Andre the Giant, <laughs> I think it was the greatest thing when I was like 1986, I'm 12. I'm like, dad, they got five little dudes against Andre the Giant. And he's just throwing them around like they're freaking duck pin bowling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. We digress.
1: All right get oh. after
0: you're a busy day today so do yeah, I. you
1: know you know that real, real quick before i do i gotta go But one one more thing the other night i'm like i like to go to bed early but i'm on the road at MLB network and all of a sudden i go down the rick flair rabbit hole of oh. like watching rick flair and joe rogan there was like a he was on his podcast recently it was really really good so uh-huh. i don't even know why i brought that up right now it really makes no sense because you mentioned the andre podcast. the giant oh yeah andre the giant wrestling exactly yeah.
0: The- real, real quick, I saw a picture of Andre the Giant with uh, Fred Savage, because you remember they were in a Princess Bride together? Yeah. I read this article. I don't know how this happened. Fred Savage, is a picture of Fred Savage on Andre the Giant's like leg, you know, like Santa Claus. Yeah. He, he was like this big with when he was a kid. And Fred Savage wrote this whole thing saying uh, he was a huge WWF fan when he was like, you know, eight years old and he was in that movie. And, right. They never had scenes together. Andre the Giant showed up and surprised Fred Savage on his very last day uh, of shooting of the Princess Bride. And then Fred Savage said every year until the day, until the year he died, Andre the Giant would send him a personalized Christmas card. Fred Savage. No way. Yeah, and they were That's like really cool. good friends.
1: Isn't that crazy? That's incredible. They said Andre's an incredible guy. One, one yeah. other thing they said. One of my buddies was telling me back in the day when when Andre would stay at a hotel, the WWE would, would would pay like five hundred dollars so Andre could drop, you know, drop a bomb in the tub. Oh. <laughs> what? Is that a fact? Because he couldn't, dude he? Couldn't fit on the toilets. Oh. So if he had to drop a growler, he would he to go in the tub and they they would pay five hundred dollars
0: for. Or, oh my!
1: Yeah. That's what I heard. Hey. No be- uh, we, no we digress. No we better, digress on that one.
0: No better way to end the show than that one. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, buddy. We're back right, at brother. it tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. Yep. It's almost uh, the weekend. See you tomorrow, man. All right, bro.
1: Yep. Okay, Love you, buddy. Hey, thanks, for everybody, for listening. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Mañana. See you, buddy. <laughs>